0: Oh, geez, you can't even hit the fucking timer, Mickey. Good, man. Right, so that's us kicking off. Welcome back to another episode of The Muscle and The Hustle. We are live, we Mickey. We are live.
1: We're back. We're back. It's been Christmas. We don't live on a Christmas. It hasn't been that long. I haven't uploaded that yet. It will be up on my YouTube. <laughs> it's on Spotify if, you, if anybody wants it. Tony just doesn't know that because he doesn't care enough. But it's on Spotify if you want to watch it in video, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, which is pretty sweet, actually. And then this one will be live, too, next. We'll probably go a week or two anyway, but yes. Well it'll be live now when people are watching it. Okay, uh, I'm getting very confused now. I'm not used to the live. Right, so
1: Phil me in. what's been happening with you? I've been busy, been gigs, been training. I'm training. I'm in the zone, Tony. I'm in the zone. Shout out to Alan, the coach. We're big things. We're moving the needle. Oh, we're moving the needle. Oh yes. I'm in the zone. I'm not messing about. Well, saying that I'm not messing about, it, I might have just booked a trip to New York there. But we're not messing, other than that. Head down until party's Day. Big things. No photo shoots or anything, but and when are you weaded in New York? Maybe maybe around party Day.
0: I didn't get an invite, that's alright.
1: No, it's Yorkers. only a quick wee trip. It's only a quick wee trip. That
0: doesn't mean anything. I
1: think. In and out, in and out, <laughs> and then Australia in April. Oh Jesus, big, big plans. Big plans. And you're on the cut now then? On the cut. I've been on the cut since October, but I've been on three holidays. Oh well, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so so yeah, but we're down here in lovely Dublin. Swords. It's technically Correct. swords, isn't it? It is swords. Down in Swords, and we're live. We meant to do this ages ago, but we're live. We're from Swords, and Look at you, we're no, talking
0: about... Notifications in your phone know, so you turn ta- that over. Turn we're, ta- that we're, ta- over. Ta- we're talking about... Thank you we were, very much. Excuse we
1: were talking me. about topics when we were coming down the road. As always, we're really well organized on this podcast. So we were, we, were, we were talking about topics on the way down, and one of the topics that we put up was contentment, which is a big one. It's a big one that most people don't even know what it means. Well,
0: I was saying earlier... Or what it
1: means to certain mm. people.
0: I was saying earlier, I think it's a case of that whenever you chase happiness, you end up becoming unhappy because you're telling yourself you're not in a good position. Whereas if you're just like, everything's going okay and you're content with how things are going, you're usually in a much better position. It's your reality of expectations, just managing them.
1: Yeah. But also the other one is, this is the the one I thought about. And I thought actually about you when you were on the chase for the, the building, the growth, the following you don't enjoy the journey as much because you don't feel content because you need to hit that number. And as soon as you hit the number, then you're like, class. And then you're like, what now? So you miss out on the whole thing going, because like, rewind a year and a half ago or when we started this podcast, you'd have been content with 20,000. no oh, easily. And then when you started your growth period, you weren't, you had that 100K and you weren't You fucking, like you didn't enjoy the journey where you were jumping up 20 and 30,000 in fucking three day periods. Whereas then when you hit the 100, you were kind of like, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Non- and then, then you're like, fuck. Fuck, where's that Nike Brandy? Is fucking... ah. when, when's Ben Francis and fucking Gymshark give me a shout? You know what I mean? But that's not, not that you thought that, but that's the kind of thing where you can get stuck in the journey so much that the contentment might, you know, you might miss out on parts where you could have been, no, you could have been actually happy. Is is contentment equal happiness? I think it's very tough because as
0: well, like you turn around and the, I'm like this as well. Now I'm very focused on like contentment and enjoying the moment. And the funniest thing sometimes, and I'm sure people will relate to this. Like I'd be out for a walk with my mom and we'd just be having a conversation. I'm like, fuck, am I like savoring this enough? Am I enjoying this enough? And then yeah. you're, you're overthinking, oh, am I actually enjoying this? And then all of a sudden you're away. And the thing is, I think with us like as people, yeah. We the, we need a character chase. You need yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. need a goal. You need a vision. Yeah. But the balance is doing it, but not, hitting the process. Yeah. Because like if you really think about it, like how long did the the hundred the, like we had a like a small get together for my hundred k? It was literally people on my back, a cake, a glass champagne, and then we fucking went down and had a meal, and that was it. Sure, yeah. like, we had a bit of crack on my back. Yeah. But like the build up to that was years. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, if you didn't enjoy the years, what use is that one moment? That one moment. Yeah. It's not. It's 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 always the little things, and that's where you go wrong. And the thing is, I'm not saying this from like a preachy perspective. It's yeah, I I've done it, and you've done it. You yeah. you you miss you miss the forest for the trees because you're so busy moving, 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 and that's why it's very important. And it's just it's just slow and pace. It's because we've got. Yeah. You've got so many things to do. You know, you've got friends to see. You've got family. You've got a girlfriend. You've got a job. You've got, you're trying to figure out what your passion and your life purpose. And there's so many things that you're, that you're actually thinking like, what's going on with me right now? How am I feeling? What, like, what is the, what is the main things that matter to me? And I already have these. So what the fuck am I doing all this? It's like my father, for instance, gets really stressed out sometimes about making dinner. But that's yep. like his biggest. That's because he f- has to feed you, for fuck sake. No, fuck. I'm strict diet now at the minute. That's why I'm from last Saturday. Not a gram out. My dad's very easy. But it's one of the things where that's his world. That's his perception. That's his reality. But the thing is, it's trying to get him to almost slow down. But the thing is, yeah. you can't make somebody else change. And you can't make somebody else slow down. They have to come to a point where they do it themselves. And I do believe that that comes as like a realization. So the thing is, that's only happened me since like the middle to the end of last year, where I went like. It feels like I don't know if anybody's like this is the worst thing ever, but you'll uh, maybe you won't, maybe you won't admit this, Mickey. So I'm gonna tune into you. Right. Whenever let's go. You take an ease? No. Right, not ease. There you go. Ecstasy. Like MDMA. I know what ease are. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. no, no. Not ease. No, Acc- no. He's lying. So Mickey has taken them because he took them with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's lying. No, for his we we take them before the podcast.
0: <laughs> so anyway, for anybody that has. Pretty much, you lose completely who you are, and then you come back down to earth. Yeah. The only way I can explain it, it feels like you're just on a, on a not even a high, you're just, you're, it's not you, it's yeah. somebody else. It's like, it's like a puppet man's pulling the strings and you will feel this for periods of your life where like, for example, say you were studying for your A levels or you're studying for an exam and you're just in the zone, you're just working, working, you're towards that goal. And then all of a sudden afterwards you go and you're back in your body. So the best way I explain that is like with the drug, you're away. And then all of a sudden, 12 hours later, six hours later, it feels like. You're, you were just like Plunked back into your body You're yeah. back there That's exactly how I feel Because even my Once I was telling you Like my mum and dad Were turned around To me in October And it actually It made me It, it, it really really hurt me uh, But it was a good thing as well yeah. They were like Fuck like it, It's good to have you back And it was like You've been gone For so long As a, as a person They were like uh, We assumed that you This was just Who
1: you are now Yeah Well p- p- listeners to the podcast Noticed this Like yeah. sort of you, I always called Zombie mode Whereas you're pushing that hard and so many different points in your life that this sort of part is like downtime. So you're kind of zone out, but really your head's thinking of a hundred things that you need to do tomorrow or you need to do in yeah. an hour. Whereas when you're zone, like say when you, or when you sit on the sofa with your family, right? You're like, right. Downtime. But then your head goes, tomorrow, Tony, you, tomorrow, Tony, you need to do this. Yeah. Or tonight you need to do this or, you no. Know, This oh you didn't do this so when you zone down and you deflate you start your head starts working then and you start thinking of more things you can do and then all of a sudden as you said you start like worrying am I present and you're doing that much worrying about being present you're not present and I would get in the modes like that where sometimes you just need to be you just need to recenter yourself and go right I'm here I'm present because you can go through like I've. I've went on holidays before, with like past relationships. And I can't remember one single thing I did in them holidays because I was thinking to myself, when I get back, I want to do this. When I get back, I need to do this. I need to do that. And then when I was thinking like, it was only maybe in the last, I would say since maybe the year pre-lockdown that I actually became present in anything I did for about 10 years. I would say close enough to 10 years. That whole... From two thousand and eleven or twelve to two thousand and eighteen, I can barely remember a fucking thing, and that's a god's honest truth. I can barely remember a thing. I just blurred into gigs. just blurred the thing, blurred into gigs, blurred into work, blurred into the push. Like if someone said to me, "Remember when we did this this year?", I'd be like, "No, couldn't be that year." I have to, and only for, I base I base years off the McGregor fight in Vegas was two thousand and fifteen. So was it before or after that? That is the only way I can pinpoint anything in that period because I literally could not tell you what happened. See, does that make you feel a little bit of, like, shame? Not shame, shame, but it it feels like it's lost.
0: Yeah, It feels like lost
1: time. Even though I did my best work and I cemented myself, I cemented my career, I cemented everything in that period, it feels like I didn't enjoy, up until my first gig in Ibiza, my very first gig in Ibiza was supporting Stormzy. I cannot tell you a thing that happened before that. Like, why they picked me, why I was there that time, how that even came about. But yet, fast forward 2018, when I played High Abifa, I can tell you the whole week running up that, like, literally the scenario which the gig got, because I was zoned in and I was living every single day, every single moment, like, literally being as social as ever was, being as, I was training with you at the time, being in the gym, Everything was just everything was thought about, everything was fought out. I was living life, I was enjoying life, but it's so weird that I the whole time before that I was never present. Like in anything. Now, if someone said to me, Would you trade it? I don't know either because I did so much good work in that time.
0: You if you didn't do it, I believe you would have done it at a different time. Ah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's one of them trade offs where people will just be going into that block, and we're just trying to say like these are the, the, the walk the line, trying to yeah. balance it because you do you could the funniest thing is too, you probably would have got where you were maybe a little tiny little bit slower, but you could have enjoyed things more. It seems as me.
1: But another said some people might go you could have got there quicker because you would have brought more people in, and that exactly. could have like
0: yeah, there's you could
1: have been a lot happier than what you were doing because there was there was very little happiness about then. But then I I was like that's okay because. We, we we've got a plan here. We've got a goal here. You no, know, going to, and then even there. I think it was with it, I was with Conliff. What's Conliff? I was. I done a podcast and we were talking about. It was just kind of like the story of my life or whatever. And when when I was like talking about like highlights, I was saying stuff and I was like, "Fuck, I actually did that." And I was Jesus, and then I was forgetting stuff, like forgetting stuff, like playing minister sound in London. Going, holy shit, how am I forgetting this stuff? Because back then. In my head, it was insignificant because the only thing I wanted was Ibiza. That's all I wanted was a big Ibiza. So it was really weird. That I, like one of the biggest things that's ever happened in my life, I kind of like went, right, that's don't go. The goal. still the goal remains the same. And that's where like I now like we talked, we were actually talked about it a few weeks ago. Now I'm all about the journey. And, I'm, and if anybody ever talks to me about stuff like we were talking about, like there's like me and Two Degrees do a lot of gigs together now. And like every young band looks up to them And they're like Oh I want to do what they want to do And I was like Let's just enjoy the journey That's what the boys do The boys enjoy the journey They enjoy every gig They they go to Dubai They go to New York They be around the country Put on these big mad gigs But like we just take it as Fuck we're so lucky to be able to do this No. Instead of before I was kind of like Let's just get this over and done with And let's get on to the next one
0: yeah luck does come down to obviously how hard you work. but I think that relates back to like the the gratitude for being in yeah being in the moment and being where you are. And did you see whenever you you were talking about there, I was really trying to listen to that properly. And whenever you were talking about like for that period of time, it just felt like a push and everything was going. like as I was saying with the puppet, it it really felt like I got just brought back. and that feels exactly how. I felt about six months ago yeah. and I think a lot of people listening might struggle to relate to that with business but the thing is this can relate to when you've just put everything into like a relationship and then yeah. you've got back brought back and you're like there's more to life than just this relationship because there is there's more to life than just family there's more life than just relationship there's yeah. more to life than making money business your whatever your your sport is yeah. and then you come back to reality and you realize right I don't believe that you need moderation I believe moderation is a bit of myth and I do believe that balance needs to be I believe that everything in your life is constantly in a flow of different balances. And it's just the trade that you want. So if you want to lock in fully work, lock in. But you should leave something for the moments. And for me, I feel like definitely I didn't enjoy a lot of the time period where I was building. And as you said, would you trade it? It's a very difficult situation because I don't know what I would get at the end of it. So it's one of the things where like, there's no point in even, it's like whenever you look at the chessboard of life anyway, you look at all the moves you made and you go, good move. Oh, that was fucking terrible. But the thing is What did you learn from that terrible yeah, move? And you can't you can't go back and change the moves yeah. anyway. So the thing is you looking back at that and going, right, what was the lesson as you said? I'm going, right, that's the lesson. How do I make sure that doesn't happen again? Drill that in whether it's thought process, yeah. whether it's therapy, whatever the fuck you need to do to drill that in. And then you don't repeat that mistake, but you do not relive it. There's no point in me turning around and going, Oh, Joe, the last two years, for example, if you're a dad and you were a fucking terrible dad for three no point you worrying about the last three years. What learn the lessons, make it right if you can, yeah. and be good and better from there. It's the same as me with my ones. Yeah. Like I'm not just there, I am there properly. I am Committed yeah. to being in pre- and the thing is, you will loop in and out of that. Like I'm sure you're not oh, present yeah. every single moment. I think I think a lot of people are too hard on themselves, but at the same time, you don't put enough external blocks in. Like for example, do you know, I downloaded Opal other night as I was saying, Joe, you know, the phone app limiter, to make sure that I'm more present to to, yeah. to try and implement. And the thing is, I feel like a lot of the the process and improving yourself, as long as you actually know you're doing what you can to get better, and you're catching yourself on, and you're like, right, well, I, do you know what? I am improving, even if it's just a small bit. Yeah, I feel like that in itself is enough for you to go things are moving in the right direction for uh, me
1: well we talked about it I think it was probably New Year's if you're 1% better every day you're 365% better at the end of the year and 1% is is like maybe one tiny wee thing you could do every day and if, if it is like download the app actually I was going to text you because I, I found myself doing a, a bit extra scrolling these days and it never annoyed me doing a bit extra scrolling but it was in the gym the other day and I was like, you know what? How long am I actually spending consuming shit that I don't like, or yeah. consuming shit? like I found myself knowing TikToker's name. Yeah, going fuck me! Like I know that clown's name, and you bring you no, know, he, he's whatever he's doing his thing, but you're bringing zero. Like you're bringing zero to me. So why am I looking, and why am I obsessed of looking at your your stuff? And I was just like, so if I cut that out that could help me sleep a wee bit better. That could give me an extra. It was just kind of, because life's pretty busy at the moment. Um, I was kind of like, so where can I make, and and I am struggling to fit in training. Training at the minute's taking me with cardio and and weight, split up two hours a day, an hour of training, and then say an hour of a walk, right? That's hard to get in sometimes. So I'm kind of like, right, how can I make that easier to get in that I have no excuses? And one of the ways is, Stop scrolling so much. Stop um, watching. I, lo- now I love YouTube. Like, fuck, I, I love YouTube. Like, I'll never give up YouTube, but I do it on the treadmill now. Um, I don't really scroll on Instagram, but TikTok has got me. Sucks me in every evening for about half an hour.
0: That's because, uh, did you ever see how, like, the idea... I, I do- oh, yeah, the,
1: the idea is based around it with the, 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 the traction of minutes, and it goes on to the next one, starts do, straight away.
0: Yeah, I do believe as well, like, when Facebook started getting viral videos at the yeah. start... There was like a big uproar about the the fact of that it was it was actually stealing people's attention and becoming like a trigger for people to stay in the app longer. And the funniest thing is because the app was made to connect people, it was now absorbing people. And they actually pushed yeah. away from from short that short form addictive content. Aye. They pushed the opposite. That's why Facebook's pretty much dead now.
1: Yeah. Well dead. they 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 went, they went to rival YouTube. And then the funniest thing
0: is As soon as, obviously, somebody caught on that short form is obviously more, all of a sudden you've seen the rise of Instagram, but then you've seen the rise of TikTok, which in my opinion is, and this is me being straight, like I post on TikTok, I will not consume content on them platforms. I think it is literally, and this sounds terrible, it's fucking like the devil TikTok, Uh, because you do get knowledge, don't get me wrong, there is some people out there to value you, but the way the algorithm has worked is it's made to hook you, so you go on it
1: and you lose Oh, you lose 40 it. minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you go, What What did I? And you people go, I'm on there to learn. Joe, you're picking up people like us from that, yeah, yeah. that's what they're on. But you go, What did I learn? and you're like,
1: None. Well, if you think about the amount of videos you'd have to watch in 40 minutes, like it's like if you what's that, like no video is really a minute long, really. On it, you're, you're, you're consuming, say, at least 50 videos in that period you're never going to remember 50 videos. Doesn't sound like much 50 videos though. But when you say 50 minutes, you're like, holy fuck. And I think if you imagine, if I
0: turn around, you and I had on this, say on this laptop or on the screen, I had the hours you've spent on your phone for your entire life. I guarantee you, both of us would go, like, you would would feel shame. You wouldn't feel like anything else. And I feel like, that's something that we struggle with. And I'd say that's something what people at home struggle with. And then yeah. it's it's sort of going, I think there's two thought process for it. I think there's external things you yeah, can do. Yeah. Like, for example, your app limits, you're leaving your phone outside the room. Yeah. I've seen that uh, case thing where you can put your phone in it and yeah, lock yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I believe when you do stuff like that, you'll be proud of yourself because you're actually trying. So yeah. You're doing it. These things are made to addict you, right? Yeah. You're never going to give up your phone. That's not realistic. But no. you also have to turn around and go, have I done this right? These aren't working. What's next? Yeah. And see, for me, I've got the app limits and I noticed right. These are working to an extent. Opal's working, but yeah. I'm noticing I'm on Facebook sometimes when I wake up. Like maybe I'm out for a walk and I'm on Facebook and I'm like, I don't even like
1: seeing. What the uh, and yeah. the thing is, so what I, was, I don't care what other people are doing.
0: So what I done was, <laughs> see, when I caught that, I didn't go, ah, well, I'm off. I deleted Facebook. Yeah. I deleted Snapchat. I yeah. deleted Instagram from phone. And then the thing is, see the amount of time I people go, oh, deleting Instagram off your phone's a bit extreme. But then see, whenever I turn around them and I go, it takes me maybe a minute to download Instagram and log in yeah. where I need to post and then delete it again, rather than turn around and go, I just have Instagram my phone for scrolling, and the thing is, see the quality of my life when I've done that. And the funniest yeah. thing is, you will say this, people will know that will improve their life.
1: But then, why do you think people don't do that? Because well, we we kind of said it already, they don't, they don't really. You know, you want to. It's got to be pain, is it? Not it, pain. It's it's kind of like right. So I wanna I wanna my life. I want my life to be better, but I don't want to put in too much effort to make it better. No, I'll tell people. I do. It's like we we talked about the self help books. No, I'll regurgitate the shit, but will I ever actually implement it? When people share these inspirational quotes or they listen to podcasts and go, everybody needs to listen to this podcast, it's going to change your life. If you think about it, how many of them actual tips that someone has given out or Stephen Bartlett's talked about, how many of them tips as people actually implement it. You no, know, many people have read the four-hour workbook we talked about and still works 50 and 60 hours a week, but yet it's very quick to tell somebody else, you need to read that book, it'll change your life. I will be really open
0: here, and it, it's maybe in straight. I would say until the middle of last year, I'd say September when shit hit the fan for me, uh, I was a complete hypocrite. Yeah. Everything, everything I would even say on podcasts to you, I'd be like, this is really good stuff, and this is really good. And I'd be like, I should be implementing this, but I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, it took people in my close circle, family, all that, to turn around to me and go, like, you know everything. But you're not doing it. And then I sat, and I'm not joking, I pondered this, like yeah. literally for about three hours before we came down. I was walking for about two hours. I'm have i not joking, I have about, <laughs> about 15,000 steps, so only we feet, I can't walk faster. <laughs> and I pondered the, the idea of, right, when I know all this, why was I a hypocrite for fucking three years? Why was I saying, Joe, you need yeah. to spend time with family, but then working so much? And see, whenever I break it down, it's because I didn't have any pain to change. I yeah, didn't have yeah, a reason. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a catalyst. And yeah. see, whenever I got that cat, instantly. So the problem is, Sometimes you need that real dip to make you go, Yeah. I need to sort these things out. And the the problem is, see if you don't have that dip, you need to try and figure out or get it somewhere. Yeah. Even think about it. Because yeah. I do believe if you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. as you said, you're yeah. you're trying to compromise your to an extent, you're like, I want to get better, but I'm willing to put in a wee bit of effort. Whereas you need to be like, I actually have no choice but to get better yeah. in that sense because yeah. it's it's like this is what's happening to me and it's yeah. a sense of like see when I look back and I go think of like how is my relationship going to be with my mum, my yeah. auntie, my dad when they die am I going to look back and go I didn't even listen to them, I was on my phone and I think that's honestly why and it's straight see when my ones see whenever my uh, granny and my granddad died my auntie and my mum are extremely close to visit them most days yeah I don't think mum or auntie cried at all at the funeral yeah and it was because, and she, mom, mom, I remember, I think, I think there might have been a wee bit, like very, very little compared to other people. Yeah. And at the end, my mum goes, is that a bit weird? And I goes, no, because when you aren't in regret, there's a difference than people that are mourning and yeah. people that are going, oh, they yeah. feel, they're, they're almost feeling sorry for themselves because they know they done wrong. Well,
1: especially if your mum was there through the whole time. Exactly. She was, like she. they would have known it was coming. So you get used to the fact that it's any day, any week, rather than the person who comes in When the last rates are given and they've got five minutes to say their goodbyes or if you're there every day every week like the primary care the primary care the the problem they will have will be filling that void because they don't have the the care of the care for their parent but they've got used to the fact probably in the rundown like the month the weeks that they're not going to be about forever but the person who hasn't went to see them is more in a shock because my mum would have been similar of my granny. She was like, she was very upset, but she, it was happening. And she got used to that fact over a period of maybe three or four months.
0: What, I know this is slightly off topic, but I don't think I've ever asked you this. Like, what do you think happens? When you die?
1: Yeah. Having a clue. Like literally having a clue. I hope you're not just in a box. You hope. You what, hope, do, what, I hope
0: do you, what do you think?
1: I I hope that the, the cycle just starts again think You go back to Baba mode, like literally. When you die, the next baby coming out, Quinzer's out, and then Quince. it's just then it starts well, again. What it's gonna
0: be reincarnated with the same name, Quinzer? No, well, it'll be me, but just in the baby. Do you believe in? Re- do you think you'll come back as a person, or do you think do you like re- reincarnation, where you're gonna come back as like do you have a representation of how good you live this life? So like you would come no, back maybe as a know. slug. No,
1: I don't know. I well, <laughs> I don't know. I think no. I actually I don't know. I just think that hopefully it starts again. It has there has to be more to it. Um. I don't like, I don't know if like when you die, this version of me goes to heaven or goes to hell and you live your life out in heaven or like another life in heaven or hell. I don't know if that would be the thing. But I would hope it's just a cycle and you start again. Um, Like it's very, very interesting because like I would say. Because it's one of the weird ones. I don't think about things like that because I know there's no answer.
0: See, I do ponder stuff like that. Because if that. I
1: know I, there is no answer to it. I can't think about it because it would send me do lolly.
0: But then see, I get a sense of freedom from it whenever I think about it. Because see for me, whenever I really truly think about it, yeah. I'm like you, I hope for the best. Yeah. But in reality, when I think about it, I'm like, odds are you're probably end up in a box,
1: right? Yeah. Right. Well, so I was realistic. told I was told by by someone Well, I'm not gonna kneel nails and I was told by someone that I was going to hell. Because I wasn't saved by the Lord Jesus Christ, they're
0: pretty bang on. If there is a hell, right? because so, I wasn't, I are. wasn't,
1: I wasn't saved by the Lord Jesus Himself. Now, I was definitely one hundred percent going to hell, and I was told this by someone who was nearly my family. Right. So work Intent. work work that out, right? And I was told, in no uncertain terms, you're, you know, you do realize you're going to hell, and I was like, why? And they were like, because, and I was like. But you aren't. And they were like, "No, we're not." And I'm like, "Fuck us." <laughs> so even now, this was a Thursday, even after dinner. This was like normal chat. So, but like, I I can't ponder them. I don't think about that stuff because nobody knows the answer. I ponder quite a lot, and I think the reason that I do
0: is 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 like the funniest thing is I wonder is this like uh, just a thing me and my my dad and me constantly go for walks with our dog, and do you know what's the closest thing to our house? The graveyard. Graveyard. Ah, so we yeah. constantly talk about death like lunatics. And we always have conversations like my dad's very, very religious. Like, yeah, like he, he he wouldn't come across and start knocking your door and be like the Jesus Lord, but like he'll be the first person. Like my dad sticks twenty quid in the, the the wee basket every, you know, every week no sweat, uh-huh. and we'll light candles flat out. And the thing is, I actually admire. Uh-huh. like it's not. It's not that there's maybe. It's like there is. Yeah. And I do you know what? I do believe there is something going on. There
1: is. It's, a, it's sometimes universe, it's just hard to. When, See b- when bad things happen to good people or, or bad things happen in the world, like that that disaster in, in Turkey at the moment, sometimes it's hard just to go, w- why?
0: Why would yeah. you allow that
1: to happen? Or why would you allow September eleventh to happen? Or why would you allow the tsunami in Thailand to happen? Why would you allow we babies that haven't sinned to die? Why would you allow this? You know, why would you, you know, but then if, if you're a f- person of faith, you have to believe that, that's God's way, and it's there's big. There's the bigger picture. Like I know people who's lost like loved ones in the last year, and like they didn't deserve that sort of pain. So I'd be like, and they live their life very good, and they would do anything for everybody, and they like literally would literally. If I call this person now and says here I'm stuck at Dublin, they would drive to Dublin, or they would work out a way to get me, and they would do it for anybody. But they were put through a year of hell. So you'd think to yourself. Why what, but then they also are people of faith, and they would think right, there's a bigger there's a bigger purpose for what happened, and that's probably the only way you can get any strength or solace I was gonna say out, I think of, out of out of what happened, but you still have to think about it in a little bit of a selfish way going, why would you do this to me? Why now? you know, I don't I need this person in my life right now. Why would you take this person away from me that's that's where that's I don't struggle with that. But I know people that do struggle with that because it's they they, they, they they feel like it's 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 questioning their faith in God in a way. but I think the, I think everything does happen for a reason in life and I think every journey and every up and down happens. Um, now after life, I don't I don't understand what happens or why it happens. I don't try to understand it because I know there's no answer. All I do is I know there's been ups in my life. There's been downs, there's been sideways, there's been forwards, there's been good times, there's been bad times. And I just take it all. And I learn from the bad things. I learn from the good things. I learn what I like and what I don't like. I don't compromise anymore on, you know, I just do things that make me happy. And hopefully someone else joins and makes it even happier. I used to would have compromised. So now I'm at a point of contentment that I find well, I'm not as content as it was, but contentment where I enjoy all the good times and all the bad times. Because I know that the bad times are happening for a reason. And if I learn from them, like everybody, like I don't know how many times people think they've been in love and stuff. You no, know, you you know, sometimes like your first girlfriend, all oh, you fuck, I loved her. Then <laughs> <And> you <laughs> Two years later, like Jesus Christ, I don't even know if I liked her. You know know what I mean? (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then years later, you're like, fuck, I'm in love again. And then years (laughs) after that, years after that, you're like, fuck, Jesus I did that again. I don't know. She's not even that nice. You know? (laughs) And then, then you find one that you're like, right, she's the one. And then, uh, when you, if you lose that person, you're like, fuck, she was the one or whatever. Or, you know, you're thinking, but, the, the thing behind it is, like, you can either learn from your mistakes or you can keep making the same mistake. Like, everybody knows that one person, like, their friend that falls in love with every girlfriend goes, and go, lad, find her.
0: They're yeah, like,
1: oh, shit, this one again.
0: <laughs> I think as well, whenever it comes to stuff like that, if you don't learn your lesson, I feel like you're destined to repeat it. Oh days. Like every time. Like, we, I would have done that again, years ago. Oh, see, at the start of uh like years and years ago when I was 18. I remember last week I was talking about the numbers. So just roughly after I had done the diddly for the first time, <laughs> anybody listening, uh, there was a question I wanted to ask in that as well. I forget it now, because I wanted to say it on the podcast, it wasn't that it's gonna we, go. Like, we got
1: lit up, we got lit up in the in the, the nominal score. What about the numbers? About me not giving out a number. Yeah, see, I didn't think that looked good. I don't I don't have the number to give out. Yeah, but you can ballpark, no? That would be long. Well, so, <laughs> well, I?
0: I got loads of people masters
1: me aye. fucking
0: buckets going 10 my arse. Ten. Aye, I even got a couple of them. Now don't get me wrong it might not be 10 it could be slightly slightly over slightly under. Yeah. I don't
1: go It's, it's under 20. I, see it's
0: when where, see when I don't go one and scrub it into a fucking arse cheek aye. and go there's another one on the fucking yeah, belt. Because yeah, yeah. realistically well it'd be a very very <laughs> short it'd be like a <laughs> tiny 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 belt but it'd be one of them things where for me I don't value myself where I that. Like me sticking yeah. in my dick yeah into any hole that will take it, will give me no value in my life. And I'm sure you're the exact same. If you've done that as an individual, I know loads of males have done that. And do you know what happens is, they turn around whenever yeah. they're 30 and they go, what the fuck was the point in any of that? And yeah. they live a life based off a short-term gratification of pulling. Yeah. And whenever they have a drink, it's just like, oh, well, I pulled a night out. And I'm like, that's great, mate. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, But realistically, in your life, do you think that is gonna fuck them? It's like on a night out. See, for me, that is like the last thing I would yeah. I used to ever even think of. I used to just think, I'm going out for a laugh, for a memory. Uh like especially when I was 18, I remember all used to be going out and boys going, out, she's going here tonight. And I was like,
1: uh, what like what agree, is this? I, see, I was never I was never I into that, that. that sort of thing. But also my kind of life and your life would be different. Whereas you were always after uni time, after you got that, you were in training mode. Oh mate, I was Whereas I I was kind of going through hedonistic mode. Head what? Hedonistic. Like, I was more...
0: Explain the term,
1: please. Like, so, living life to the fullest all around the world. And
0: what the fuck was you so
1: so, Well, like, I f- was in... Like, <laughs> I was, sp- been, spent been a lot sorry. of time in America, spent Australia, <laughs> Southeast Asia, you know... Like, I spent a lot of time in the gym. <laughs> yeah, you were in the <laughs> gym and living... No, you were on you no, your <laughs> broccoli and chicken. And I was fucking, you know... Living the life. Oh, I living the life and messing about. But hence why there hasn't been, uh, you know there's not been that many long-term relationships, mm. you know? So that was one of the, but I was never in the one place long enough to have that. But I think even with that though, it's also realizing that like,
0: there's a price yeah. for everything. Oh yeah. So like, I know it sounds nuts, but it is really picking where your hours go. Like even when we're here, right, we both decided this, the price of this is, Joe, yeah. we don't get to spend an hour of our family or an hour. Yeah. You just pick where your time goes and that's your most valuable asset. But, but the thing is, you yeah. don't realize that. But
1: one of the things I would say, the reason I have a good outlook in life is because, cause of the experiences I've had in that respect. You look at the the, the people
0: you admire, maybe, or the people you're like, yeah. holy fuck, they did not get a cushy ride. Oh no, 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 like people, like the first person I was thinking of, who's doing like, um, you think of like the Rock, and then you're like, well, it got dropped from the like the NFL or whatever it was. Got drop
1: from the Canadian,
0: yes, yeah, not even the NFL. He didn't uh, get in there, and then he had <laughs> seven CFL? bucks in his pack. So yeah, you bucks. imagine how shit you would have felt. And yeah. it's one of the things I do believe that. There is two types of people. When you hit rock bottom, some people go, right, this, it, this, I'm going to use this like fuel. And then there's people that almost feel like the world's against them. But I feel like that is like the... You have to
1: prove a point now.
0: You've got everything you need to build your house. Yeah. But the thing is, you decide whether you're going to go, oh, I just have wood and blocks. Like what? Or you go, I can do this. And I I do believe that the more adversity you face as an individual, the more you're likely to succeed. And that is honestly, like as I was saying, whenever I had like a tricky issues when I was younger, I believe that was all the fuel for moving forward. And I'm sure, yeah. even as you're saying there, I uh, do. Do you think? See, relating back to faith. Yeah. Do you believe in destiny? Like, do you oh, believe yeah, like yeah. everything is pre pre? Like, no matter what you do, it's gonna. Or do you believe like? It's, I d- well, I don't I believe in. Strange. I
1: don't believe in everything's like pre-planned. I do believe if you follow the path and take the the hints and learn from your mistakes. What's a hint? So say if like like intuition like intuition g- listen to your gut take- how do you
0: describe do you describe intu- sorry I don't mean to interrupt it's just I'm curious because I'm almost wanting this answer for people listening and myself because I yeah. uh, what is intuition gut following your head follow- do you know like all these terms like people go oh like I'm following my gut
1: like so say if like for the, the way I do it I is I right, but say if they answer say if like you say to me let's go and open a coffee shop in Newry Straight away, that would tell me I would go right. I'm not sold in your area a town, right? Yeah. In general, I'm not just sold on it. So my gut is telling me you need to do more, right? I need to need to look into more. But say someone goes to me, um, something like, like, like say, for instance, I've done my homework and I know exactly that there's a location in Belfast that really needs a good coffee shop. Someone says to me that location straight away, my gut will tell me go for it because everything that's got me to a point intelligence wise and learning I know that that's no I calculated know calculated decision really like, it's a calculated decision and I should listen instead of like hesitating I should just listen to where I've went and what I've done in the past to yeah. go right so your gut decision yeah. when it comes to something like if like say for instance like Gary yeah.
0: see what that the the decision about that so say your gut is saying yes yes yes, yes. but you know what you'll get that thought process of oh there's a risk there's a risk is that your mind versus gut
1: that is, well, yeah. And then you have to weigh
0: up what's, even though even though it's both your mind because they're both thought yeah, yeah, processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people yeah. go, that's my gut. Like your intuition is like your initial thoughts.
1: Your, your intuition is your
0: initial and thoughts. And then I mean, your, your
1: your thought processing after yeah, that is like, so, so that's sort of like your mind versus your intuition. I'm different because I leave emotion out of it. I, I'm never, I don't make emotional decisions. But first somebody that does, how would you say do Someone that, that does emotional. If someone knows that they make emotional decisions, they need to slow down, listen to their gut. And then take it the next step and go right. Is this realistic? There's so many people we know that make real or unrealistic decisions all the time. Do you know what I think is a really good
0: turnaround for that as well is when I, especially a lesson I've learned the last while is when you are emotional about a decision, yeah. and you can't make up your decision because your gut, your mind, your ho- everything's telling you something different. Yeah. You're unsure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will go to other people for advice. Yeah, and the thing is, they're only getting your view or that side of the. St- And they're doing it off their perspective. And the thing is, you almost want somebody just to tell you what to do because you won't make a decision. And I feel like that's almost trying to pass the buck. Whereas you need to do what you're saying. Slow down and go, I'm not an emotional person. That's a story I'm selling myself. And you need to make the decision then based on, right, well, even if it is wrong, I'm listening to this. This yeah. is what I'm doing and I'm going for it. Whereas I feel like you try and, especially me, I think I've tried to cop out before, especially whenever it's been something I'm not good at, like uh, emotions or family life yeah. or stuff like that. You sort of turn around and go, what should I do? Because you want somebody else to take a lead. And I think a really good quote is, is it the the the, the first time a man becomes a man is when you ask, you stop asking your dad for advice or the, somebody in your life yeah. for advice because
1: you realize that that person doesn't have any more idea than you yeah well that's the same everything in life you're just Every, trying to pass the buck everybody in life is the same unless, unless it's something like fucking brain surgery or yes, the well, brain surgeon but everybody it doesn't matter who they are everybody is just getting through life the best they can you know people can give you advice they're not experts nobody's unless it's something that they've trained to do all their life and you literally have no clue nobody's an expert It just they know what works for them and they know what works nine times out of ten mightn't work at one time and then you go he's a fucking idiot he give me bad advice. You're like, but that advice works nine times out of ten. It just didn't work this time. That's what a lot of people think about. They go, oh, go to this guy. He's got all the answers. And the answer may work for you. But the next boy down the street, the answer might work.
0: Exactly. And then you have to take into account that it is advice. And the fact of the matter is, it's still your fault if it goes wrong. because oh, exactly. you implement it. Oh, like exactly. Some, I'm sure you get some things where people Always. say things and you go, you're like, somebody says it to you and you're like, fuck no. Like you're almost like in in your but, and then you're like right bang onwards. I I I used to probably be the sort of person that would be like, that person knows more yeah, than yeah, me yeah, on that, and yeah. then you start to just you no, know, you start to change yeah. your reality inside your head yeah. to like believe them. Well, and-
1: well, well, my background with the marketing and the hospitality. My big thing was, I don't always know what will work, but I can 100 percent tell you what will work, and I can look at <laughs> I can look at anything and go from an outset that's not going to work, and I will never be wrong. In, in that case. But if they go to me, what will work? I'll go, I don't know. Let me think about it. But I can fucking 110 tell you that's not going to work. And then they text you a week later, go, how did I go? How did Saturday night go? Oh, fuck, lad, I lost a fortune. I was like, of course. We knew that wasn't going to work. It was totally wrong. But when they go, oh, what will work? I'm like, I don't know. I need to go in. I'll need a, like, it's it's psychology. You need to go in and actually look at the clientele, what the clientele want, what their buying habits want. That's what I do with venues. It's not always having the answer But sometimes it's easier to know It's uh, Even in life You can go, right I know this girl is a 10 out of 10 smoke show But she's a fucking wingnut I know down the line this isn't going to work Will I take it on the head for a couple of weeks? Bit of fun? Maybe a month or two? <laughs> I know there's a chance she's going to stab me in my sleep Right? But And I know it's not going to work you know it's not gonna work. You want a bit of crazy though. You don't wanna but, but but you'll <laughs> still you still might you still might take get that hit. You still might take that hit. You you know, might get a black eye out of it, you know, could become homeless out of it. But I'll take that for a couple of months of fun, right? You know in your head, you always know when something's not gonna work. You might lie to yourself for a while, but if you're in tune with Joe if you're in tune like like you could you can know yourself, like you knew when we talked about the 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 raffle thing. Yes. We talked about it before. Me and you, when you launched it, me and you talked about it and I said to you, I don't think that's going to work. And you said to me, oh no, it's not going to work. And I'm like, why are you doing it? And you're like, too far down the line now. Yeah. And you knew, you knew you were like, but we want (laughs) it just in case it does work. Want to do something for charity? I'm the
0: worst person ever because I'm a I'm a. I'd rather do it and fail, yeah, yeah, yeah. than not do it and go. What could have that been? I'm just a nightmare for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really do like that. You know what's another really good example of that thought process <laughs> is? If you are like this now, everybody knows how to get in shape now. No. But let's say let's go back ten years, right? Yeah. And nobody knows about calories and all this is brand new. You don't know what's going to get you in shape because you're unsure. Yeah. But you sure as fuck know what's going to make you fatter. So, oh, I wow. so, so don't as many takeaways. Maybe you should exercise a little bit more. Maybe yeah. you should look after your head as well. Your ho- like, yeah. Joe, look after everything on the inside and the outside. And then all of a sudden… Well, the head thing's only come in
1: now in the last yeah. couple of years. like. But,
0: but you you, you even think about the, what's the worst thing you can do, Joe. Bury yourself in your… Fo- like, if you're not feeling good, what is the worst thing you can do for yourself? Probably bury yourself in your room. Be on right. your phone. Yeah, A, all anything. And then you just do the opposite. Yeah. Like right. it, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that, that easy. Whatever makes something yeah. worse, the opposite will usually make it better. Yeah. Like if you're procrastinating and you're like, right, well, what is the reason for Move this? I Move mean, more. Exact And you just build out. It's like, right, what has got me to this position? Right. I've done all these things. It's like for me, I was working far, far too much, and everything in my life was going like one direction, wasn't going too much. Of this. And then I go, right, well, what was I doing for that? I'm going to do the opposite. Aye. And then all of a sudden, I've done the opposite, and everything's starting to go hunky dory now. And I'm going, yeah, great. Joe, you know, it's, it's, it, people don't like when things are that, it's, that's a simplistic answer to a very complicated, pro, uh, complicated yeah. issue. But it's one of the things where everything, if you can't simplify a thing, I went to a course before by uh, Broderick Chavez. And he said, if you can't write the answer to a question that somebody asks you on a Noe notepad, you don't understand it enough. You don't understand what you're talking about enough. If you have to give complex... He wrote everything you needed to ever know about nutrition, training, and water on, I mean, this tiny little square. And I mean, it was... And the thing is, I was like, see, whenever you see it, you're like, eat less, drink more. It was like, Joe move more. Even wrote like rough, rough, sleep or Yeah, it was like real. And you were like, well, I can't really argue that. And he was like, if you do all that, that's 90% of the jigsaw. He yeah. was like, and people, but most people aren't even nailing that. And he even done that with like a uh, re- relationship stuff and other stuff that he was doing. But I find it very interesting because if somebody doesn't understand a topic enough, yeah. you'll hear them rigmarole oh, around it. Wow. It's like when me and you talk about certain topics, you'll know the ones we understand. And then, because we'll. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then when we talk about something like faith, we almost have to talk around it to understand it. Yeah. But then there will be people that almost are doing loops because they don't have a fucking note.
1: Yeah, well, if you listen to someone like Jordan Peterson, he gives you the answer in the first three or four words. And then explains. And then he explains it. And exactly. then he goes into rant. And then he goes back. But saying that, this is the answer. Four words. Yeah, and a lot of the time... I feel and if like, sometimes if he doesn't want an answer, do you ever hear he goes, well, no... I don't really want to get into this. And then he gives us, like, a big long to thing because you're like, he just hates that question and he doesn't want to get into it. That's, that is a lot of the way. Like, you get like the PTs or the, the fitness influencers or the, the gurus in, in business when they do these, like, shouting videos and ranting, like, Grant Cardone style. You're like, what the fuck is that about? You know, why, what are you shouting at me about? you have like, right, you're on your private jet. You're telling me to do this. You're telling me to do that. But you're not actually telling you're not actually saying how. You're kinda of going, This is why you're not successful. Is, you know, it's this is like these people that say, get
0: up the fuck and let's go at it. No, aye. no, no. Like there's one David G- Goggins
1: started that eye. You if you're not if you're not up, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. This is the man that near killed himself on numerous occasions to get in shape. You no, know, you shouldn't be listening to David Goggins about fucking anything because he's one of one. And on top of that, uh I had
0: somebody the other way. I, I had one of my clients write to me the other way can go uh I was listening to David Goggins every day and now I just don't know what the fuck's going on and I was like, what was it? And he was talking about purpose and the fact that if you don't know what the fuck your purpose is, you need to go out and find it and I was like, see the pressure that ball bag has put on her Yeah, because of that and now don't get me wrong, I understand yeah. some people will listen to him and yeah. I've, I've read his books and his books are oh, they're amazing. unreal. But Can't hurt but,
1: me, Is epic. It's but he's so one of one. There's no second there's no second David Goggins And the thing. thing
0: is, see if you were to talk to me in a different conversation about it, I'd be like, I admire him. His yeah. work ethic's sick and he's a cool dude. But see, whenever you talk about him compared to a normal person, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. But then, do you know what he doesn't talk about his books? Failed marriages. Issues of relationships. Well, and, and the
1: fact he wasn't really a
0: Marine. There's Joe, you know, but, but without fucking, I was giving him a little punch. You just went straight to No, well, the he, was, he wasn't. Like, no, he wasn't.
1: No, but he's the most famous like Marine guy who didn't actually Shoot people, but you the, know, the
0: thing is, when you're that successful in that area of your life, and then you look at where's he, he no word on where he's down, fallen down, right. and the thing is, to, for me, a complete person is not like, don't get me wrong, there's people doing just as extraordinary things as him. Oh, yeah, yeah. but have a better balance. Whereas uh, he's, and the thing is, he's a character now. You need to realize you'd be waking up All going, right. I'm fucking David
1: Goggins, like, I, I need to be out in the fucking snow. Well, he's just Goggins, like, he's, he's he, I was actually just. A fucking but meme I, don't,
0: I don't like that pressure of yeah. where and I feel like see purpose and passion these are so uh, these are phrases that are like one dimensional yeah. and like you must only have one thing like, see, I, I, this sounds nuts but I have a passion yeah. for like Spent time with a little dog And walking it Like yeah. it doesn't mean yeah, That my yeah, life now needs to be this Or I have a passion for fitness it Doesn't mean my life needs to be yeah. You need to figure out What give, brings you as a person a whole You can't yeah. be just one dimensional Because it'll just eat you up And I feel like See the fact like When stuff like that gets consumed It's yeah. like The podcast you, you you go looking for a golden nugget On a podcast You'll get it But the thing is You need to weigh up Whether that's the right nugget for you Like That person listened to that podcast Because she was looking an answer Yeah, She got an answer But it put her under so much pressure It wasn't the right one For what she needed Yeah and that's very hard whenever you're learning from a standpoint and you're going, what do I need right now? And you're getting told by somebody that is, literally, society is fucking praising. I throw money at them. And the thing is, see for somebody else, listen, that, that is the perfect answer right now because that person will go figure out their life and move forward. See for another person, I'll send them down a downward spiral. It's all in the way you perceive exactly what he says yeah. because the see them exact words to me, to you, to somebody else yeah. will mean f- fucking 40 different things. Yeah. So it's just
1: where you are and then it's perceiving that and then changing well, it. Well, people know that, I think most people Everybody has a purpose, right? They just don't know what... They they do know, they just haven't caught on that they realize what it is. The reason that being is they're working full-time, they're under pressure at home, they're raising a family, they're keeping people alive. That can be your purpose. No, that probably is their purpose. Exactly. But when they get someone like David Goggins going, what's your purpose? You're like thinking, fuck, it has to be something bigger than actually being the best mum in the world or the best dad in the world or the best family, having the best family in the world. They're thinking, fuck, I need a I need to do a hundred things. I need a jeez, I oh, everybody's doing so much more than me. I but know. maybe your thing is that. No, that's yeah. and that's fine that your thing's that. No, you don't have to be spinning a thousand plates. I mean, there's loads of times where like I have a friend that laughs when he hears all like the different things I'm involved with. He's like, fuck, man. That geez, it's wild well hard to keep up with. And I'm like, I oh, I would love to just spin one plate and be happy as fuck with that one plate.
0: Yeah, that's it. Though. But
1: I wouldn't be content in doing that because I like the, I like the madness that that my life revolves around. The fact that I'm in a different place every day. There's a four-hour week book sitting right there. Actually, I don't notice that. <laughs> and, uh, so, but that's what I like about uh, like. See, when I take downtime, I get so bored. I like the manicness in it. I like the fact that, like, come Easter, me and the boys are doing Wednesday. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's five gigs in in Northern Ireland. We need to sell out, which is fucking hard to do. But we want to do that because we love that madness. We love that push. We we want that kind of craziness. where if someone goes to me, I could I could honestly right not do anything else and live off DJ. Do you,
0: do you think just framing it back to the start there because I think this will really a lot to our people. Do you think the reason that you enjoy the madness, though, is because you're actually conscious about it? Whereas I feel like a lot of the time for me with the madness, yeah. I didn't, con- I, I, I knew, I knew, but I didn't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you're very conscious, like, I enjoy the madness. Now, I, I enjoy my madness. Yeah. Now, I've, I've actually been like, what do I want? And now I've dialed it back from, say, a 10 to like a 7, and I'm like, I'm very in control. This is as mad as I like. Yeah. It's not too much. Whereas I feel like for a lot of people, they're spinning too many plates and they don't realize they're spinning that many and I feel Aye. like that was me and yeah. I think a lot of people relate to that you're spinning Joe you could be a mum you could be a partner you yeah. could be, and technically see so you being a mum and a wife two very different things so you're playing two roles yeah. same as a husband and a dad and then the thing is you could be Joe an employee yeah. and a friend you could be a yeah. role model
1: there's so many different
0: and you don't realize all these yeah. different plates you're spinning for people and yourself yeah. and then as you said we enjoy them so we add yeah. an extra but plate then like
1: my product. seven and your seven could be different Oh, completely you know I, I find when I hit a nine in the madness scale, I start to kind of unravel a bit. No, I don't. Where I would would kind of go right. I'm getting a wee bit stressed here because the plates, all my plates are very, very quantitative, very fast. So if it's a bad Saturday night, quantifiable. They're on to you on a Sunday morning. Or if it's a good one, we want more of you. Give me more dates. Give me more of this. I want more. Come here. Come there. Let's have this meeting. You know, or... It's very quantifiable, very fast. Rather than every month or two months, someone goes to you. Oh, that didn't really work out. I'm getting it the next day, that night, the next morning. But I, I like the fact that I'm getting. The other thing is too, I'm doing what I love doing. You know, I, I want to be in that arena. You, if, if I was doing it like something I wasn't really like, I was kind of like, this is good money, but I don't really like it. I would jack out. Were you like me though? Uh, when you started, did you love it? Or did I know? I always s- loved it. See, I didn't. See, I didn't I, love fitness. I, at all. I, because, well, first of all, I, oh, coming out of college, trained to be a chef, right? DJing was the passion. DJing was always the passion. But cooking and DJing time wise, finishing the kitchen at nine o'clock, starting DJing at 10 o'clock, couldn't do it. Had to make the call. And that's when I was always, it was always going to be DJing. So done DJing. But then realized, once I said again, I knew what didn't work in certain venues. So I started to, to, like, talk to the venues and tell them stuff. And then they realized, fuck, this boy's rarely wrong. So then I started doing the hospitality marketing. Don't do marketing in any other, any other sector, only hospitality. Started doing hospitality marketing. Started doing, like, social media for hospitality, all that sort of stuff. And then, but with the DJing all along. So the two of them went hand in hand, hand in hand the whole way, right to right to where we are now. Don't, I've, I've only consulted with a couple of venues now, but... I help out like we do so we do the Sunset Bros tour over from Australia do the European tour every year do Restricted who's a new DJ and then do all the bookings in Northern Ireland I book I just worked out I book 2,100 live acts live slots every year it's up to 2,100 so 2,100 paydays for different people well,
0: 5 gigs a week around the
1: it? country so that I for like for, for live music people so there's 2,100 slots that I fill every year for people and then if they cancel, then I have to fill them again. So. But did you always, really in the back, did you always enjoy it? Like from the oh, start? Oh, I love it. See, it, I find there, that, there is tough moments where you have to tell someone enjoy, their shit.
0: Did you, did like when you when you started within like a week, a month, because I'm curious. for This is for people as well that are going, I haven't really found my thing yet. Because I feel like there's so <laughs> much pressure on that. Do you know, with that like purpose question, that passion question. So like. And the thing is, because I find this, I'm the exact opposite of that. Yeah. When you started spinning decks, did you immediately always go? always loved it. See, I find that very interesting because I fucking hated exercise. I yeah. hated the gym. I hated, yeah. I hated being topless in front of people. And the only reason I got, I liked it is because I spent that long at it. I got good at it. Yeah, and then see yeah, when you're yeah. better at something than most yeah. people, you enjoy it. Like there was nothing, like see, especially when I struggled with my self-esteem. There was nothing that gave me yeah. more confidence than when I used to go into the gym. And I used to lift forty kilo dumbbells. Then it was fifty. Then it was sixties. Yeah. And when you struggle with yourself, but uh, you're better than everybody at something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes you feel better about yourself. And yeah. for me, that's why I ended up falling in love with the gym. And then yeah. over time, it's it's went past that. But initially,
1: it was that stage of where does it feel like work? No. See, that's the thing. I always say this. See, the day DJ feels like work, I'm gone. I'm out. Out see, the door.
0: I think that comes down to flow, doesn't it? For example, like I know when something feels like work because I'm 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 aware of time. I'm not yeah. in flow. Uh, whereas you see when I'm in flow, when I'm in the gym. I don't know what time it is. And that's usually the only reason I'll ever be late for anything is because I've spent too long yeah, in the gym yeah, yeah. in flow. Yeah, yeah. I, Like I'd be dancing in between my fucking sets and all yeah. like a lunatic, but it's one of them things where, for me, the more of your life you can spend in that flow mode where you're not looking at the clock and you're not absorbed by procrastination and small yeah. things, the more of your life you're happy. Like yeah. I always notice I'm happiest in the car singing along to music oh, yeah. or yeah. in the gym or small things at home with family where you're not in your phone. you're not. Yeah, And then whenever I look at like, what I, what I was doing for a long time periods. I'm like, nah. I was overworking. I was on my phone loads. And then you, you wonder why maybe you weren't feeling as content as we were relating it back to the subject. Yeah. It's because when you look at what makes you good, yeah, you're doing the fucking opposite. So, the then, opposite of the so, so then exactly as we were saying earlier, when you realize what's making you feel down or bad yeah. and you do the opposite, you feel better. And that's yeah. exactly what I've done. And I'm sure
1: you it's have. It's the yourself. same as people we talk about our circles smaller. You mightn't realize but there's your best friend, someone who could be your best friend for years. Over over the last say period of years may not bring any value to your life and may actually be a drain. There could be someone in your life that you you could love them to death, but every time they talk to you, they sorry, I was trying to reach the every time they, every time they talk to you, they they wreck your mood because they're always complaining, they're always moaning, they're draining they're draining your like happiness out of you. We've talked about this. Like I have had friends that I've been friends of all pretty much all my life. And I'm still friends with them to this day, but I don't be around them as much because they're they're a drain.
0: I feel like people have, and I'm sure you'll agree with me. They have an aura, like oh, yeah, there's yeah, an yeah, energy yeah. around people yeah, when you yeah, meet yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I, I've, you know, I feel oh, like oh, there's if, people you meet and there's there's they, no sense change, that, they change your life. Like I met someone a couple of years ago, changed my life altogether, made me think bulletproof, right? I've also met people in the last few years who I, I have to do work with. But I also know, I know what they're about. So I keep them at arm's length. See the people at work, bring them closer. The people that don't work, keep them at arm's length. You don't fall out. Do them? Sometimes I, I, it's
0: very tough to do
1: that though. It it, do, it, but it comes back to emotional. Don't be emotional about it. Yeah, like, pe- People
0: get emotional because say that's a family member.
1: Yeah. Oh, people do sh- people, I have no yeah.
0: emotion around a family. Like. But see, then some people do, you know, so you t- people turn around and go, oh, distance yourself. But then say your brother is giving you, you're getting that energy from yeah. him. But then that can be either his energy or your perception of yeah. who he is. So then you have to try and reflect your perception. That's the only way you get around that. If that person yeah. has to
1: be in your life, oh, uh, well, well, they can still be in your life, but you just you, you change the role. Play. You change the role, yeah. But it's like I here. if 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 you were if it was life or death situation, you had to phone one person. Would you phone your best friend? Would you phone your brother? Or you phone no? Who would be the person you phone? If the if the answer is you're phoning your best friend, that automatically that person goes to the top of the pile. It's that in that life or death situation, do you phone, do you phone your mum? Your mum's the top of the pile. Do you phone your dad? Top, phone. top of the pile. But you know, <laughs> ever but first you, time. But never. you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where yeah. I leave emotion out of it when it comes to sometimes in life. And it, it's sto- this is it. Sometimes you do need to be slightly selfish for yourself, and that's why when people make decisions and they go, "It's not you, it's me," or "It's not based on you, it's me," I had to make the right decision. That I I totally understand when people go from that because sometimes it has to come down to your own well-being. Yeah. You know, some, and then I think a lot of people, like how many times, you probably not, but you've been in these like toxic relationships and it is a bit of fun or whatever, right? But then you, you realize <laughs> it stops you. I'm
0: wondering, <laughs> is this all related to some woman? No,
1: no, thing. no, it's nobody in general. No, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about people in general yeah. who've been in toxic relationships where you're like, you don't really realize that there's no upside that it's just, a, you know, you're falling out, you're fighting all the whole time. Short term
0: up, Short sex. term
1: up, uh, short term upsides. The rest of it's downside, but you're kind of like, fuck, like you don't realize that the negative effect it has on you. Like you're like, Jesus Christ, I have to go see this one now. Like, instead of going, oh, I can't wait to see her later. I can't wait. Like, like you're you're counting down the days to see your girlfriend again and then sometimes towards the end of a relationship or whatever, you're going, Fuck, I'm busy. <laughs> you feel, know, busy tonight.
0: I feel like a lot of that has to do with your own energy. As but well. that's what I
1: mean. But then, if you, but if you, it's <clears throat> not you be, just if you be selfish, a wee bit selfish, and you deal with your own energy, everything else, you know, you have to worry about, you can't be number one for someone else if you're not number one for your, for yourself.
0: I do believe that. Yeah. I've, yeah. Se- I've seen that in a, I've seen that on a, on a listen. I was listening to something the other week and it was saying, Joe, uh, a therapist had a man, a woman, and a child in. Yeah. And they had the mum and the dad score the priorities of the three together. Yeah. And the dad goes, it's the children, you, me. And the mum goes, it's me, children, you. And the dad goes, I can take being last. yeah, But what I can't take is the fact that you're over the children. And she turned around and said, and very, very clear on this. And it's in, this, it's in a, like, a, I forget what it was. And she turned around and goes, I cannot give the best very yeah. version of myself to anybody. And then the person goes on to say, "There's a reason that whenever they, they the play the, ma- uh, the mass, drop you, said, the yeah, mass you take, you drop, you
1: put yourself first. You put
0: yourself first because you are fucking useless. And I've been All a right. really good example of that because if you're not looking after your headspace, your body, your yeah. energy, you might think you're being at you, but you're not the rea- You're not bringing the best no. version of you to people. Like, no. and what's beautiful for me to see is how the podcast has. If you listen to an episode, I reckon from this time last year to now, yeah, you'll see the difference, even in the way I speak." Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Far yeah. more condition. No,
1: you don't have to go back that far. You can go back to July, maybe July yeah. or August.
0: Yeah, I'd say it would probably around August. Uh, and the funniest thing is, it, it took a lot of pain, it took a lot of change to get there. But the beauty is, then you improve from that, you move forward. But I find that very interesting. That like, you learn. it was, it was because I wasn't actually filling up my. I thought I was, but I was actually filling it with superficial <laughs> things like yeah. more money, more business, more. Fun. Versus when you stop, take a breath, and you go, and you fill yourself up, and you go, right, how do I feel? What needs worked on? You start working on internally
1: you realize that what every, do you mean by filled up you're talking about filling your own cup yeah filling yeah, your yeah,
0: own cup yeah. like do you know what I mean you, you're actually you're actually not just caught in the the momentum of life yeah. day to day it's one of the reasons why I wake up every morning I do journal or I go for a walk now or I look I just, I just be like like, and it's one of the things I heard it in like a reel and it's so so small but I've got the sound saved and it's like three things for your mental health and it's do yeah. something for your body, something for your mind, and something for your soul. And yeah. the, people be like, "Oh, so I'm mean, like a soul can be literally listening to podcast and yeah. mellowing out. It could or, be laughing, or it could be taking a dip. You need to do something every day. <clears> See if, if if you're doing something for the body, a walk, exercise, good. Some for the mind, like journaling, reading a book, learning, even yeah. listening to something. And then the soul, whatever makes you feel a little bit alive. Even if you can't yeah. do it every day, you yeah. do a little bit. Yeah. For me, that is a, that's been such that fills me up, and then I can like. The even the the way I've been able to help people now, Joe. Yeah, I feel like I've got. I always felt like I was. I w- had unlimited energy. Yeah, but I actually had a false presad. I had like this like energy that wasn't really good energy. Yeah. It was just like Joe, you're running fifty percent, even though you think that's full power. And yeah. now I feel like I've got fucking supercharged. It's very strange.
1: Yeah. Well, that that's the kind of the 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 Joe Rogan, um, Kevin Hart thing is like be the superhero of your own comic book every day as a blank page. When you wake up in the morning, every day is a blank page. No matter what, you're in charge of the outcome of that day to, to a certain, like probably to 99%. Yeah. So you can either choose to go through that day of doing nothing that's going to make the day better. You go through that day with a negative mindset that everything's going to be shit. Or you can go through that day going, I'm the fucking dog's boss. And I'm going to literally boss through everything in front of me this day. And it might kill you to do it that day. And then the next day, you go to bed that night. Next day, you get up and you just do it again. And then before you know it, you've put you put together a week or two of doing it. And then, of course, then it's a habit. And then you're doing it every day. But it starts with the first day. You can get up with a negative mindset going, fuck, it's Monday. I hate Mondays. Like the Sunday night fear. What the fuck is that bullshit like? Oh, muck. Like people, I I, I know a person who always talk about the Sunday night fear. And I, I, I like slag people about it now. But you shouldn't have that if you actually like, don't like. If you exactly. actually think your
0: job's even okay, you shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have that. Like, why are you regret? Why are you not yeah. looking forward to it? Another day you're going to get to live. All right. people are dying that day. All do right. you know what I mean? I just think that perception. For is someone so to give off.
1: you, someone's going to go to you. I know you hate this job. I know you've got fear and anxiety every Sunday night. But I'm going to give you a wage, and even though it's a good wage, it's never going to be a fair wage because a business cannot give you a fair wage. A business is only a business because it's paying you less than it makes or less than they should because if they pay every person how much they should be getting paid the business is not a real business it's not profitable and you have to think about it that way Uh, you are only worth something to the company if you're working for like cheaper
0: and the way that society works too now is like you go d now don't get wrong there's nothing wrong with this if this is what you enjoy but you have to be very conscious about it because it is the rat race you come out of uni and they give you enough money that they go, right, what is all your dreams and aspirations now? And then they go, how much money, and I listened to this on Jimmy Carr, he said this, and he goes, how much money is enough that you will compromise everything for that safety? Yeah. And usually most people come out with graduate job mm. in Northern Ireland or the UK, somewhere in 25, yeah. 25K is probably about bang on. And people give up everything yeah. for that yeah. for 9 to 5. They'll give up their souls, they give up their purpose, they give up any dreams they had about moving, travel, because it's there, and people go, oh, it's a safe job, it's this, it's that. And the problem is, see with a safety net, it's yeah. not a safety net. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's like a rat trap.
1: Uh, it's, it's not a safety net, it's a cage. You. It's a cage. Yeah. And the, yeah. the
0: thing is, you're you're getting very confused. What's a safety net? What's a cage? Mm-hmm. And the th- problem with that is, th- th- then you all of a sudden get caught into where you take out stuff that's a little bit too much. You take out a little bit of a house that's too much for you. Yeah. You take out a car and finance. And then all of a sudden, right. you don't even own your money. No. Your money owns you because you need it that you bad legit. to keep up your, yeah. your, 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 what do you call that? Your... Oh, what's the word? Wow. Oh, that, that was a really good one. Keeping up appearances. Keeping up your appearances, Joe. Yeah, your yeah. people's... Your status. You're using that to keep up people's perception of yeah, you and yeah, who yeah, you are. So yeah, you yeah. drive the nice white Audi. You drive this. You live here. It's all these small things yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. afraid to lose because then all of a sudden, Joe, what other people think of you? Whenever you realize how little other people think of you, it's actually mental because yeah. everybody's too self-absorbed. And I feel like they're the chains that people... Almost putting themselves that other people don't even put on, and that's where yeah. I almost got lost in that. I'm sure oh, I, you did. Oh, I other got people.
1: lost in it before, and
0: you do, you do get lost in it. But then it's, it's like if you enjoy that, and that's the life you want, and you're happy. You fucking stay there. Don't let, don't let anybody say otherwise. But a lot of people are there with that safety net, not realizing it's a cage. And I, I know yeah. that from personal experience. I Talk to people all the
1: time. See so when you say it, they go, "Yeah, holy fuck." Oh, people don't realize it, and they're not in enough pain yeah. to change. No, they're not. And but uh, then again. People love the comfort. They love like if they like with my industry, it can end. It'll my, with DJ. So as soon as the business dictates, you're not cool anymore. You're not good anymore. It ends. It's over. Right. Same as mine. Same as yours. Let's say if people go, you know what? See this fit shit? Nah, fat's cool let's well, everybody get fat as fuck, right? <laughs> fat is cool, let's get fat. You no know, Tony's out in a job and he's back stripping again. I'd be fat right? as fuck. Tony's going to hit the pole and a pair of budgie smugglers. He's got the budgie smugglers and the headband already. But like, honestly, like, my business can disappear in the morning. But that would scare someone who's a teacher. Like I had a girl who was a teacher at a house party one night and literally goes, oh, you're still DJing. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, how's that going for you? And I was like, I make five times a year as you make. How's that going going for you? Because she... No, I'll tell you the reason, right? She used to run me down every single time I met her. Like, no, actually, every single... That's the last time I met this girl. Every time I've met this girl in the last 10 years... She always like would have a snake comment, like a like a mm. real snake. She would literally just about called me a drug dealer once.
0: Do you think looking back on that though, you should have took the higher ground? No, no, no. Fucker. <laughs> See, I would, I no, would, look I'd, back I'd this never take like, that.
1: I'd never take the higher ground. <laughs> someone that needs to be put in their box because the simple reason is she literally, I would say a Christmas, maybe two Christmas ago, the, no Christmas pre COVID pretty much called me a drug dealer in a spa shop because she goes there's no way you can afford that car Should be correct. and I was <laughs> like why is that and she goes like, do you just not like, get paid £50 pound a night and she goes you know why, why would you just not go back to uni and as she says to me in a spa shop on Christmas Eve and I was kind of like but you I'd be as unhappy as you are and then I would say every time because she's kind of friends of friends, so friends group. It's always around Christmas, Ron and and she's always like real derogatory point because she thinks teaching is like the holy grail of of like she would look for down some her, it is. she would look down her nose at doctors. No, she thinks it's uh, like it's everything and everything but she just doesn't see anything from anybody else's perspective. What's frustrated you there too
0: is uh, I view everybody on equal ground and I reckon she, what really frustrates you is the fact that she puts herself
1: on the higher ground. Oh, well, she, she, she does forever. Like, it's not just me. Like, she would run down, like, boys work working. Like, the, one of the guys, see, actually, one of the guys there, she was like, he works in tech, but it's like app development. And she goes to him, what are you going to do when the bubble bursts? And oh, he goes, what the fucking internet? She, uh, I
0: just believe people like that, though, will get it in the long grass. Joe, no, well, it's, it's... Or they're in their
1: warped own reality well, and they just let them be. I, I find it a lot with teachers because they come straight out of uni and always kind of get a job. They always kind of... Maybe it's not full-time at the start, Shall but I, they'll get something like...
0: Yeah, but then, see, it just depends, though. Like, for example, like... I know it's, it's, it's There's teachers I know that are like that, but then there's a lot. It's, it's like every job though. There's like online coaches that are bell ends, and then there's ones that are sound. No, I'm not saying really, all. I'm not saying all
1: teachers. I got, but a lot of no teachers get in because like one of those things where if you come straight out of uni and you're not guaranteed a it's teacher a safer role, Option. That's what that I, was. That was uh, aye, whenever a, my degree
0: finished. Aye. The first thing I thought of is I need a job. What was the first thing I yeah, thought? Teacher. I was going to do a PGC. That'll be handy. Aye. Not handy, I just meant, can, I actually have a chance of getting a job. And if you worse. can't get a
1: job here, you just go to Dubai. And you'll definitely get a job. Or, well, Australia's a bit harder now. You go to Australia and get a job. But if you don't go through that struggle, that like a lot of people come out like, like law degrees. There's so much. like uh, you, go, you always have to go on and do something else as well to make yourself better. Do but, you
0: not think though, sorry, I don't mean that. Do you not think though, uh, as well, she said you, this is like listening back to what you were saying, uh, you still DJing. Do you not feel like it's also it's one of the things? Even if you weren't DJing, I don't believe you have to do the same role for life. Like no, you don't have to do the same. role. And your passion could change. Like you oh could, yeah, oh yeah, your passion time, could change.
1: But it was the the fact that like people would look at if you don't have a doctorate or a degree or a master's. You couldn't be on the same footing as someone who does. Did you? Did you go to uni? Yeah. No, I went to uni for three weeks. See,
0: if I could go back, I wouldn't go to uni. I'm no, "Oh, no, but it way. taught you this and no. that." No. See, my education from
1: university—I'm not joking—was complete shite. Oh, it is. But it, the the te- even the way like you're taught, the person who can remember the most stuff wins. Uh, I, That's I, not the fucking way to teach people anything. Same
0: as same with school, and it's one of them things where. Like you get taught things, and don't get me wrong. Like yes, you need to know how Aye. to. Yes, you need to know how to use a map, right? Yeah, and you need to understand how the weather works. Yeah, you do not need five years of fucking geography, son. No, like no. and, and no. The, the same with a lot of this. No. Like, and it's maybe in straight now. Yes, you should be able to
1: write. And I don't read. need to know the different clouds.
0: There's there's a very fine line here as uh-huh. well. Do you know, like it's one of the things where I remember reading about like how like clouds are formed. Interesting, great. Aye. When the fuck do I need to know how it clouds me? The Nimbus?
1: That? The Nimbus cloud or whatever it's I called? I don't know
0: what the fuck but it's one of the things where for me stuff like that is like do you know what I could have used like more Pi. than that? do
1: you use pie much? No no, I lock a pie. I'm fucking starving. Do you know about photosynthesis? You know, what the fuck? Like what yeah, are, exactly you know, unless well, there's what maybe one. Now person if you're a
0: chemistry teacher, that's great. You're, uh, you're, you're yeah. that's good to fucking know. And if you if you want to go down that route of <laughs> yeah. chemistry and drugs, that's good. But it, then I suppose the whole idea of school and with them subjects is to see what you like. Yeah. But and I p P3
1: if you could put your hand up go, Miss sorry. bullshit You don't know what you want though at that age, do you? you just go here, I ain't gonna you know, I'm gonna double down and be a footballer. Why not? You know why not? But then, if it
0: goes tits up, do you not think people would then blame the educational system for letting you pursue football instead of teaching you how to read? Right,
1: I, I will well, read reading, right, I will can help down the line, I. Will. But say, for instance, say like you see now these coding nurseries, coding nurseries. Do you ever hear of these? No. So they're uh, for people at the age six and eight. They go and learn coding at a young age, right? There's ones in Belfast. They're fucking rammed out the doors, right? Yeah. So they bring their kids to it and make it a fun environment. A fun environment for kids to learn coding, right? See, by the time they become 12 there they're going to be so many streaks ahead of people that are now going into uni.
0: Were were you taught sex education in school? No, never. Yeah, like I didn't get that either. Never. I wonder. I think I remember us talking about school before, and then a teacher actually wrote to us and was like, "We do that. We do whatever." Ah, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, "That's unbelievable."
1: Yeah, they It's a lot. It's a lot better the, now. The thing
0: is, we're not saying that, and I, I really want to highlight this: that the education is wrong it's not it's not wrong it's just and i'm sure do you know what i would say actually more than anybody teachers actually know that like they know there's there's things there like this would be really honey oh like I, like I would i would have loved to know like i'm such a i was such a money oriented person see if there was a topic on i know there's like
1: certain things with my ma- but yeah. like there's actually a topic on like wealth building or like well see they can't do but then again you're the other thing is too and this I think this was Sex education the, not taught you then no. This was, no Wasn't taught to me Like no. I didn't have a fucking But then clue. there's another thing too So the boy that's teaching you business in, in uni What What the fuck's he done in business
0: Yeah I know So
1: like instead of That's why a lot of people know you, If you look at like Pick pick some of your favourite um, Favourite businessmen Right in Ireland And this, I've done this Really right A lot of them's coming out Of the Smurfit business school Now in the south here right and they're doing like evenings and stuff and it, they're doing that because most of the time their lecturers are boys who have done major shit, like major shit. Instead of going to, no offense to Queens, I don't know who the head lecturer is or who it is, but there's probably a good chance that he's not an active businessman. So in theory, he can teach you in theory, but I want a guy who's failed. I want a guy who's rebuilt. I want a guy who's built something to tell me, just like if I, I want to, like it's, I want a, a guy who's walked the lane, who knows the pitfalls, rather than someone who rips out a textbook. Like I know, I know from from D J all through Belfast from two thousand and fifteen. So many guys now I know who are teachers, right? And they're like religion, religious teachers, and RE teachers, geography teachers, and they'll fit the telly. They'll go, oh, "All right, I'm winging it." Like, like yeah, I is. Like I'm winging it, and then they'll be like, "Oh, but I'm only primary school. It doesn't matter." You no, know, it's it's like. You're like, and then you say to them, like, you want to do so much cool stuff, but you're like, you're stuck with a curriculum. You're stuck, like, kind of going, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. But they love, they love that job. And the teachers do do, they do do, very, like, it's a hard job because... It's a because, difficult
0: job to remodel, though. Like, like we oh, always you, you can't remodel
1: you, you, education system. You have to be so careful,
0: like. Yeah, like so careful. Like, don't get me wrong, the generations were in, they're absolutely fucked anyway, but they in terms of like, you make a small change, like you take out geography or you take right. out this, and then all of a sudden, what do you put in there? What What's going to help? I and mean, then you don't know how that's going to influence people 20 years down. I find this a very interesting thought. And the reason I asked about the sex education really back to even the thing. Like, you have no idea. or clue. And I think that is one of the reasons why like people don't realize like how easy it is. Like not how easy it is, but like, Joe, you end up with people very pregnant, very young, when they don't want to be. Well, we we or, had sex
1: education for 10 minutes with an, we art, not, an art teacher. We and he wasn't it. meant to give a sex education and he got reprimanded for it. He did a cucumber in our No, no. He, he goes, lads. Put the song in your mouth, Mackay. He goes, lads, <laughs> uh, anybody have sex in this class yet? We were probably third year. A couple of boys threw their hand up, but clearly didn't. Um, and, then, and then he goes, right, lads, going to keep this short, going to keep this sweet. You come before you come. That's it. That's all he said. Ah, that was all you got. That's, that's that's what he goes. Well, he wasn't meant to do it. He was just a. Oh, that's ma- not he even was just real a, education. He like, was a maniac. But it's better than not. Well, I he suppose. got about an hour later. We seen him being brought into the principal's office, and he got reprimanded. <laughs> now he was he was wired to the moon. He was I full on stone the whole bet, time. But yeah,
0: he got reprimanded because it's like a it's a school where you know it's religious and all that there. But the thing is, it's one of them things. Well, religious, we're
1: religious, but the the headmaster was a person. Who, when I said in careers class that I wanted to be a DJ headmaster goes to me, or the the careers teacher post putting me out of class because I wasn't taking it serious. The headmaster brought me into his office and said his son was a touring techno DJ, touring worldwide, and goes, if you want to be a DJ, you be a DJ. I'll give you Simon's number and you can talk to him about it. And then a week later, he came into school. We were fifth year and he gave us four tickets to Snow Patrol. And he was like, so sure, Why don't you get your first? Because we I hadn't really been to like a decent concert those days. He goes, Why don't you get your first taste of a good concert and the music? Industry. That's a good one too. He was a the class, first gig he you went would, to. No, I wasn't the first gig, but it was first kind of like proper gig, kind on my own. I would have went to like Boys One and Westlife and all shit. Boys One like loads of times, and I went to the opening of the SSE, like the first big concert. And it was like Stereophonics or some shit. Went to that, <laughs> but Snow Patrol playing at City Hall. He had like four tickets, and he was just like, "Here, take them." I sure go up. No, that's a kind of. He was good. Like he was a. a he was one of them. If there was a TV show made, the cool headmaster, there was kind of yeah. like here. Don't worry about them. Yeah, like, don't sweat it. I know that I've seen what my son could do. When my son told me he wasn't going to uni, yeah, I was a bit like, how Especially. long? Your sister? Your sister's a, a lawyer. You know, we're all pretty good jobs. What are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to be a techno DJ and tour the world. You no, know, people would have went, oof, right. But he did it, and he's doing it. well. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he did it.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on
1: before we wrap? No. All good. Rate and review. I think that well, was good, yeah. Rate and review. Well, I'm not even gonna check it. Rate haven't? review, uh, subscribe. Look, just look at the camera, talking to the camera. Rate review,
0: subscribe. Make sure to ser- share it in your story. Fucking, everybody say that. God, share
1: it in your story. Rate review, subscribe. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. This we'll video will be up on Spotify and Tony's YouTube with the other videos. Boom. Good luck.